You're listening to Business Stories with Ryan Arcarachi, where I speak to business professionals from all walks of life. Thanks for listening, and let's get to it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a new episode. I like to feature brands that are coming out that are unique and interesting. They have a rich history. If you're looking to uh, get into franchising and you're interested in the restaurant world, particularly in barbecue restaurants, we're going to talk to Joe Becker with Woody's Barbecue today. Joe's going to talk all about Woody's and its rich history. So, Joe, thank you for being here. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having us on. So tell us a little bit about your background and how you kind of fell into this role of working with with Woody's and helping the brand grow and expand uh, nationally. Yeah, so I ran my own business for a little over seven years. Uh, it was an exterior construction business. You know, we did roofing, siding, gutters. Um, and then I bought a franchise as well. So, you know, have a lot of experience in owning a business and what it looks like to own a franchise. Um, and then ended up selling both of those businesses and getting into um, into franchising. And so, you know, I'm doing development for Woody's Barbecue. Uh, Woody's Barbecue is an incredible brand. Uh, they've got some incredible uh, owners and they've you know, been around for over 40 years. So if you love barbecue and you're looking to get into franchising, Woody's is a very, very solid option. Sure. Can you talk a little bit about the history? I know it's a family, family-based, <clears throat> excuse me, family-based brand. And it was started by, I believe it was Woody's mom. And this was over 40 years ago, right? So talk a little bit about the story behind that. Yeah. So Woody's mom is the one that came up with all the original recipes. Uh, Grace Mills, she, it was her food that was originally the, the, the soul of the business. And so, so Grace Mills, Woody, and his wife, Yolanda, the three of them together started a partnership and started, started uh, Woody's Barbecue. So they had their first location. It was a huge success and they just started growing from there. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it started as a family thing uh, and it, but it's still to this day, even though it's 40 years later, still has those family vibes. You know, everyone that comes and they meet Woody and Yolanda, you know, they all comment about that, how it's, a, it's how it's a very, it's very family centric. So you still, you still feel like you're in a family business, even though it's grown to something much, much larger. Right. It's interesting how that happens. What do you think are the unique selling points in that situation? I mean, is it the community? Is it the family feel? What do you think is helping them rise to this level of success? Well, I think their commitment to being involved in the business is probably is probably the thing that most people notice right away. I mean, you know, most most founders of a franchise are typically not too involved. But Woody and Yolanda are both very hands-on in the business. They don't have to be as hands-on as they are, but they are uh, because they love this business. They love what they do. It's very apparent when you meet them both that they are very passionate about the business, about barbecue, about the franchise, and also about the success of everyone that they work with. So I would say that their involvement in day-to-day operations is probably what sets them apart. Great, great. I mean, without giving out too much information, obviously, it's the, the food and the product is important too, and that's also driving a lot of business, which is which has really helped it grow into actually becoming a franchise now. So, can you talk a little bit about, you know, their approach to the product and the food, and how that has evolved and turned into, you know, growing into this level of success through through the product and maybe the service too. 
Yeah, sure. So I was out at their Huntington location, which is out in uh, central Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's kind of out in the woods. Uh, you, you, you drive down a beautiful, beautiful drive, uh, you know, through towards the Altoona area. Um, it's, it's heading towards um, Pittsburgh. So I spent a couple of days at that location in their, in their uh, kitchen just to, you know, get a feel for it, try to understand how the whole business works. It's one of the first things that I did. And I have to say, I mean, really from an unbiased perspective, this barbecue is incredible. Uh, they've got it down to a science. You know, they do have their proprietary sauces and their ingredients and their recipes. You know, they have a recipe book, which is, of course, proprietary, but um, they've got their process down. And the food that comes out as a result really is incredible. And what's what amazed me as well was that, you know, they were they had a full service restaurant going on with, you know, one cook and a helper in the back. So the system that they have for making the food as well is very efficient um, and can be operated with minimal staffing if it's operated correctly. Right. So if someone's listening and they're interested in looking into purchasing a Woody's franchise, what, what type of profile of buyer are you looking for? Who, who really fits this type of culture and this brand? Yeah, uh, I would say the biggest thing that we're looking for is somebody with leadership or management experience because you're going to be managing a team and being able to, to really lead your team is critical. So yeah. anything in management or leadership is, is a big one. And then the second one, because, you know, a lot of franchises, you need some kind of management or leadership experience. So, so with Woody's barbecue, I think the biggest thing is the love for barbecue. Like you have, if you're passionate about food, you're passionate about barbecue, you know, um, a lot of something that I hear a lot of, about, you know, when I'm talking to different candidates who are coming on board is, uh, you know, lots of memories from their childhood barbecuing with their family members or, you know, something that they do on Sundays with friends and family. And they want to spread that throughout the week, you know, to, to their community, to other people, and they want to turn that into a business. So if you're passionate about barbecue, that, that vibe of being able to spend time with family and friends, you know, you, you're all smiling and laughing and you're watching a football game or, you know, maybe you're playing games outside. If you're, if that's the kind of vibe that you want in a business, then Woody's barbecue is going to fit that mold perfectly. So that's, that's kind of the symbiotic relationship that we're looking for. That's, that's great. I think that's a great sort of cultural idea is just that, that idea of community and family getting together on a Sunday afternoon and having barbecue, eating, watching football, that kind of thing. Talk about a little bit about the onboarding and the training for new franchisees. What can new franchisees expect in terms of what's required of them as well as sort of the timeline to get, to get set up? Yeah, that's a great question. So we have it figured out. Um, you just plug and play. We have it down into three steps. So the first step is real estate selection. Most important thing uh, in the business, like when you're getting started. I mean, it's it's cliche, you know, location, location, location. But in this instant, it's, instance, it's so true. Uh, that location is going to be critical to the success of the business. You know, we're looking for high visibility. Uh, we're looking for a drive-through, you know, number of things that we're looking for. And Woody, like I was saying earlier, you know, with, with the founders being very involved, uh, Woody and Yolanda are very involved in the search for real estate. Like that is a huge priority. And so they're, they're boots on the ground right there with their franchisees looking for that perfect location. So that's the first step. Um, that can take up to four months. And it's by far the longest step because you, you can't get this one wrong. Right. We got to get the right location. 
So once we've got that right location, then we move on to step two, which is training. Um, this can be anywhere between four and six weeks. And at this stage, Jay, who is our uh, franchise trainer, will come out and spend time with you in the restaurant, you know, getting you up to speed on how everything works. And then that takes you into step three, which is your grand opening. And this is where we get all your marketing in place, your training has been done. You're ready to open up your business and, you know, open up your barbecue to the world. So uh, Jay will actually stay there for a week or two after grand opening, just to make sure everything's running smoothly. Uh, and then you're off to the races. So lots and lots of training. I mean, there's no shortage of, of training and support. So you're at, I think you said when we talked before, was it 11 locations now? We're currently at 11 locations and we have several more that are coming on. So uh, end of this year, we'll probably. Oh, you cut out there. I'm sorry. What well, you said, end of this year. End of this year will most likely be around 14 locations. 14. Okay. So end, end of 2023. So yeah, it's not, it's not something that's been, uh, they've never tried to grow the brand to be something really, really big. And yeah. so, you know, it was always, it was always kept you know, like, you know, small uh, family oriented, but you know, now they're looking to uh, build a legacy. And so they're expanding the business uh, hopefully to be nationwide. So that's our goal. Looking at the the locations you have open now, obviously everybody decided to purchase for different reasons. Do you have any particular stories of, of owners that you have right now of, of why they decided to go with this brand? What, what drew them to it um, and why they decided to, you know, pursue this opportunity, anything that comes to mind with that? Oh yeah. Yeah. So one of our most recent candidates that came on board, uh, her name is Abby. Uh, and she is an absolute gem, but you know, she, so, you know, when, before before they actually do discovery day, which, you know, they come down, they meet the the owners of the franchise and kind of get a feel for what that business looks like. Um, before she went down for discovery day and we were having these calls, everything lined up on a business level. You know, we're going over, uh, you know, numbers, item 19, making sure that the, the business model itself was something that we were aligned on, but yeah. that's not what people, that's not the reason that people decide that's almost like a prerequisite, you know, like, okay, check, check, check. Yeah. I like what I'm seeing. Okay. This is cool. But the reason that people decide is not in the numbers. It's not the operations. And so when Abby went down for Discovery Day and she met Woody and Yolanda, that was kind of like the golden moment. That was where it all went click because yeah. they they loved her and she loved them. And so uh, I think I think it's that interpersonal relationship that you're going to have with the owners that's so special. And that's really what's, again, that's what separates this franchise from other franchises is it's so personal. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's what Abby really loves and what she's going to love moving forward. And I think that's what other candidates who are coming on board would really enjoy as well. Yeah. I want to ask you too. I mean, when you talk about people who need to be in a leadership role with this brand, um, I mean, I think that's key for every brand, obviously, but can you elaborate more on what that looks like as an owner of a Woody's, like where, where do you see the leaders like really applying those skills? So this, their location can find success ultimately. Where do you feel like they have to apply and how should they apply that leadership role? Yeah, definitely don't want to underplay the, the role of, of leadership at all. Um, because yeah, like location is a big deal, but a location that's not run well, uh, you know, could fail, you know, if, if it's not, if there's not good leadership in place, there's not good management. Um, 
which, you know, we have a, we have a system in place. So you follow the system, you're going to be successful, but you know, when, when things are not managed correctly, there can be issues with any franchise, right? That's, that's any franchise across the board. Right. So I would break, I would break that example down into two parts. The first one is if you're looking to be an owner operator, okay. And you have, you really need to start out as an owner operator. You, you have to be hands-on in your business for six months to two years before you can really start delegating to a general manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that doesn't matter what franchise really you get into, you know, you, you have to understand the nuts and bolts of the business from the inside out. Yeah. So, you know, from an owner operator standpoint, you're going to directly have staff below you that you have to manage from your cooks, to your dishwashers, to your servers. And then moving on to your second bracket, when you, if you do want to move on to other locations and, you know, keep building out your sort of your, your empire, uh, then you're going to have to train other managers to do that. And now you're managing managers. So that's why leadership and management is so important because between sort of those two brackets, um, it's a, it's a very valuable skill set to have. Right. Yeah. And when you talk about being hands-on your first, you know, two years, let's say, are we talking like, I mean, are we talking like you're in the, you're at, you're at the restaurant, 12 hours a day? Are you hands-on in terms of just kind of being a hybrid manager too? role? Like how, how does that look for a new owner? Yeah, that part is flexible. I mean, we've got some people that'll come on and, you know, they'll be in from opening to close and they just love it that much. They just love what they do. They love being in the kitchen, literally hands-on, you know, they're, they're actually making the food and uh, in the actual business. And then you've got other people who want to just have a little bit more distance and manage it more like a manager, you know, and have more delegating. And so they're more, you know, in and out, they're checking in on things. They've got people that are opening and people that are closing and they're really just keeping tabs on things to make sure that everything's in order. Kind of like a taskmaster. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. You talked earlier a little bit about location and I know that, um, you know, barbecue in certain parts of the countries is real. I mean, is more popular than others. And if we have people listening here from all over the world or the country, where are you seeing the most opportunity and growth in terms of location? If someone is looking to buy a Woody's, you know, where do you feel like is the best place that will thrive in terms of this brand? Well, uh, in the United States, I think, pretty much any state will, will have an opportunity to be very successful. Uh, I think the key word here is market research. It's very, very important when, especially when we're looking for a location that, that we know exactly what, what do the numbers look like for this particular area? You know, what's the demographic? Um, you know, what are people's eating habits here? So there's a lot of market research that goes into finding the right location. You know, any state will work, but maybe not any city. You know, because maybe one particular city or town has too many barbecue joints or it's got too many restaurants. You know, it's got some some level of oversaturation. Yeah. And so um, but that's more on like, you know, a, a municipal level. That's not really on a statewide level. That being said, though, I would I would have to say that up in the northeast, we see a pretty big opportunity because down south, you know, our, our barbecue is, is very unique. So even even if we have competitors in the south, which we are mostly down south in Jacksonville, um, you know, whether it was in Texas or Georgia, uh, we've got, you know, someone that's opening in North Carolina, where even where there's other barbecue places, you'll be fine. 
but up in the Northeast, you don't have nearly as much barbecue. And so, yeah, I, I think, I think if someone, you know, like the Huntington location out in Pennsylvania is doing very well. And so we would love to have more locations out in sort of the Northeast corner, uh, you know, maybe like Delaware, New York, Pennsylvania, Maryland, uh, sort of trifecta. That would be, that would be a very, that would be a very good opportunity. Yeah, totally. So just to kind of wrap this up, Joe, um, I mean, we're looking at, you have 11 locations now. What have you learned or seen from the growth that's happened so far? I mean, what kind what kind of takeaways can people have from this episode when it comes to considering this? Obviously, there's a lot of opportunities for franchising all over the country, thousands of franchises, but in particular with Woody's and the growth you're seeing, it seems like and it's pretty rapid right now. What are you learning about why people are drawn to this brand? What, what are you seeing out there maybe from the owners you're starting to work with? Yeah, I would say you got to love barbecue. If yeah. you love barbecue, this is the place for you. Right. Uh, if you're looking at this just as an investor and you're, and you're not really into food, not really into barbecue, yeah. this may not be the best option. We're right. really looking for people who are passionate about food. They love barbecue. They love the atmosphere that that brings, the culture that surrounds that. Uh, and you know, that's, that's the kind of person who's going to not just be very successful, but they're going to love what they do. And so I think, I think the biggest thing I've learned is that the people who thrive are the people who love what they do. Right. And so that's, that's my goal as a developer is to bring people into this brand who where when they wake up in the morning, they're not going to work. They're going to go do something they love. You know, they get to smoke barbecue for a living. I mean, yeah. that is pretty cool. Yeah. And I think what's great about it is, is, I mean, smoking barbecue and barbecuing to me has never been associated with work. Like every time I've gone to a barbecue, like a family barbecue, it just feels laid back. It feels like you're with family, you're having a great time, you're eating, you're talking, watching football, whatever it is. And that doesn't feel like work. So I think that culture, the fact that it doesn't feel like it's a business, I mean, it is a business, but it doesn't feel that way because of that cultural element there makes it even better. Um, So that's great. If you're listening Absolutely. to this, yeah, if you're listening to this and, and you want to get involved with a Woody's franchise, which I highly recommend, um, especially if you're in the northeastern part of the country, reach out to Joe. Joe, how can people um, best reach you or, or contact Woody's about this? Yep. You can send me an email at, at joseph at woodies.com or you can send me a text or give me a call. Uh, my number is 484-747-0094. I'd be happy to talk about it with you. Thank you so much, Joe. It's been a great conversation. I wish you the best of luck, even though I don't think you need it. I think it's a great brand and it's going to grow. I'm exciting. I'm excited to see where it goes in the next uh, year or two. So thanks again for being here and uh, good luck. Likewise. Thank you so much, Ryan. Appreciate you having me on. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you're interested in becoming an episode sponsor, please email me at livingryan at gmail.com. And thank you so much.